That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Here comes the 2-1 pitch. Swing and a high fly ball to straightaway center field. Beltron on the run. Out toward Towles Hill. Goes up the hill and he makes the catch as he falls to the ground on the top of Towles Hill. Carlos Beltron has just saved the ball game for the New York Mets. Two to Beltron. Ripped in the air to deep right field. Abreu looks up, and we're going home. Beltron with a home run. Rips it for the Mets in the bottom of the 16th inning. At 12.43 a.m. Carlos Beltron ends this one with his 12th home run of the year. Welcome to episode 197 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven is here, Vin is here, and Danny's back from his honeymoon. What's going on, Danny? Not much. Daddy's home, so way wow, to he, go, he guys. It, keeping <laughs> house neat, even though you randomly talk about horses when you were Excuse talking me. about another Mr. sport. Mr. Ed is a famous horse. Mr. Ed Dan, is- Frances- Frances is leaving. We need somebody to talk about horses. Okay, so... Uh, we're, we're trying to gain the horse crowd now that Frances is leaving. Right, exactly. We're trying to get those listeners, because I know Chris Collins is not going to talk about horses. Okay, so I'm going to talk about horses, okay? So the, for like, do we like the idea of what's like going hours. there? Who are the three? Chris Carlin? Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, and, and some lady Maggie, I never heard. Maggie, I'm not getting... I don't forget the last name, but... Maggie seems to be a good fit. She's she's been around with SI. Chris Carlin, meh. I didn't love him at SNY, but he's qualified. And Bart he's Scott, been, he's an old school he, WFAN guy. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Bart right. Scott's going to basically be the DPHO Chris Kanky guy. Yeah, Bart Scott's going to just say a bunch of random things and get everybody mad and have people listen. And what was I, the really, big boomer? What was the big boomer announcement? Today? Uh, Greg. Greg Giannotti. Giannotti. I a, like Giannotti. Yeah, he, he does good voices of uh, right. Princess he, he Beningo. Be, he's not bad. He, he's really good. Yeah, he used to be the producer of the Beningo and Joe. Roberts show. Yeah. So he's joining But I like him. He's yes. joining Boomer, yeah. So basically, he Boomer's getting a new... couple times. So Boomer's getting a new, new co-host. Frances is being replaced, and they're leaving Joe and Evan. Correct. Right. Joe and Evan stay in an extra hour. Okay, so oh, the other they? guys do one. Like, so it's ten. Yeah, it's so ten to, it's ten, ten, to ten to two now. Gotcha. Right, because Frances is the only one who could do five hours. People listen. <laughs> you got to make sure people are going to listen to these guys before you give them five hours. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. It was the funniest thing was, um, Bart Scott has a well, Bart Scott obviously had a weekly spot with Michael K. So everybody knew because the news broke out. And so they were just ragging on each other pretty much the whole time. That they're still going to be friends, but we hope we kick each other's ass pretty much yesterday. So I thought that was pretty funny. You know what? It's yeah. similar to what we do in our offense. It's all friendly competition at the end of the day. Right. You always want to yeah. be better than the other guy. But at the end of the day, they're not going to be fisticuffs over each other. You know? No. I heard Bart Scott a few times on, like, uh, he does Sunday mornings with, I think, Canty and Anita Marks. 
Yeah, he's the, not. He's on the not ESPN. bad. He's not terrible. The thing is, like, like he's um, Scott. Mad Dogs, <laughs> Mad Dog said, but he'll get used to it. Is let's see what happens when it's not ba- uh, bad football season. Let's right. see how, what he brings to the table then. That's what people are worried about. But I think if you like know this. sports and you and he's a pro athlete, so he can assume things like Canny's doing right now. So right, like right. you look at. You look at Candy, like you said, Danny, and he could do other sports. He can, he knows other sports. He's not just a football guy. DPS was the same way. You thought it was just going to be. But you literally, if you, if I told you, day before Han and Humpty was going to start as a show, that there was not just going to be hockey talk between the two of them, would you actually even believe it? I would have, because I think I, with Ricky, with Ricky, he he's a, a sports fan, and he's always been a sports fan, right? Well, I'm like, we don't know, we don't know Bart Scott, but like with Ricky, we know for a fact that he's a legit Met fan and he ain't a Jeff fan. With, with so, the way they had it when they brought in Canty, it was good because they had, while Han's a hockey guy, he's also a basketball guy, obviously. Right. Yeah, he's obviously basketball first now. Right. And then right, Ricky, and then Canty, so you had all three sports, and then baseball kind of, they all knew. But Han played college basketball. Not a lot of people know that. Granted, no. it's for right. CW Post. Right, so obviously you have one guy from each of those three sports, and baseball, you know, we just kind of figure out along the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. Um, but I, I do like the female aspect of things as well. Yeah, I, I do like that. That's like a brush of fresh, brush of fresh, you know what I mean. It's breath a of fresh look. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. You're seeing it incorporated so, more. Like, so it's definitely going to be interesting. I, I just, I'm not gonna be excited for the first time someone says something stupid and sexist but she's obviously qualified she did spend a lot of years in sports illustrated obviously she's not a slump uh a bum for working at sports illustrated for all these years you know what i mean right so. it's just gonna be so different without him oh yeah definitely when when we all go to him at one o'clock after a uh, bad loss of any of our sports teams and That's you know, where I went and, to on Monday. You know, and also, you know, this is a tough spot for these three. You, oh, yeah. They, they, ideally, they know it. Right. And WFAN was in a, you know, you CBS was basically like, shit, we better make sure we get this right. Because no one's replacing Francesa. And I'm still calling it until it's announced otherwise. Francesa's going to Mad Dog Radio. It's going oh, to do yeah, a couple hours on yeah. Mad Dog Radio. Because he could do that remotely very easily. He doesn't have to leave his right, house. He could do that from his house. It's satellite radio. All he has to do is get a phone set, uh, set up for a mic. And, you know, you could easily get someone to set that up for him. He sits right. in his, his office. He does two hours, three days a week, and maybe a couple hours on a Sunday. Why wouldn't Mad Dog? Because, you know, Mad Dog may not write the, check for his cha- write the checks for his channel, but Mad Dog does a lot of work for that channel. He does a producer. Oh, yeah. Nicely produced. Right. And Mad Dog does the end of the day, too. Right. So, right. At the end. Mad Dog, so, Mad Dog does the hours that he would have usually done. Yeah, right. he does five to six. Three to six. I'm sorry. And he does, I, his, I've, I've he does a baseball now show, now. too, now. Well, yeah, on uh, MLB Obviously. Network. On the network. That I'm sure nobody watches unless they're I, home from work. I've watched it a few times. It's not, I mean, it's not great. <laughs> It's it's midday TV, so right, exactly, exactly, right. It's it's <laughs> on those, TV to waste time. 
Sorry. It's one of those things I you, I left MLB Network on all day because I was watching the highlights and and then it was just on. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened when I was sick a bunch of times. Right. No, but it's gonna be interesting. Um, like everybody knows, I like listening to Michael K. So it's gonna be interesting to see if everybody's gonna shift towards him and that show more. Um, well, it's already started to happen. I but. saw people giving them. Uh, given def- uh, FAN like crap because like the headline was like oh they used to be innovators and now they're followers because they're taking the three person team idea and even the time frame now from K. But I mean that's it's not like ESPN created that idea of having three people in a studio <laughs> like no <laughs> it's just and, and it's gonna be more I think it's gonna be more three people than like Rosenberg's there but he doesn't like. Yeah, he just see with Rosenberg like he pops in. He pops in. He he's there for whatever. He's there for the the quote unquote young and hip view, but he's thirty seven years old. Right. <laughs> That's what cracks me up about. Well, I mean, compared he, to them, <laughs> compared to them, he's all right. But like, I could take or leave with Rosenberg. The only thing he's there for, he can reasonably talk about is football. That is the only sport he like watches through in and throughout. Like, with baseball, he can't conduct a baseball conversation to save his life. So, I think he knows about boxing, but that's, like, nobody talks well, about Well, he's him. a big wrestling guy because he works for the network now, but he's always been a wrestling guy. So, he's a big MMA guy, too. So, other than that, but how often do they talk about that? Right, <laughs> they, they don't. Nobody does. Joe Rogan's the only one who talks about it. Well, I <laughs> hope so. Anyway, we got a little off that. Off topic there no it's big big news right. especially it was for us news. listening to sports news uh, sports radio all day like me so so with that being said we have some plugs facebook instagram twitter social media uh sndblog.com soundcloud itunes google play uh there was some somewhat sad baseball news this week so that is going to be our lead off and it's time for that leading off leading off so earlier in this week, uh, after 20 years, Carlos Beltran has announced that he is officially retiring from baseball. We kind of, I kind of figured it, you know, got the ring, 20 years, basically he's got done. the ring, and he didn't contribute in the World Series. Right, he he wasn't. He even... had that one at bat, and he looked bad. Right, he looked terrible in that one at bat. Like you knew it too. You saw that at the end of the Yankee run, and honestly, I didn't even remember that he was a. Oh, Texas Ranger. He was there for like what two weeks? I didn't yeah, even remember was, that either. He was there for the, the you know when the Yankees traded him. He, he was there yeah, for those right. couple of months. Uh, he was he had revitalized his career in the middle with like uh, especially St. Louis and with the Yankees. Yeah, but he had nothing left this like, this year with the uh, with the Astros. Yeah, the minute the Yankees got rid of him, that was the like his last. Last like he was gonna make. Did he make the All Star team or he just missed making the All Star team last year? It was. He had a great first half last year yeah. with the Yankees. That's why they were able to trade him. I think I don't think he made the All Star team, but it was. I mean, I think he hit like close. Yeah. He hit at he, least two seventy. He was their best player when they were not when they were yes. struggling early last year. Correct. Yeah, before everybody got called up and right. uh, retired and all that other fun stuff. But it's it's obviously he had a. great Great career. Obviously, multiple gold gloves. He hit 40 home runs multiple times. Clutch playoff guy. I know 
Dumb Met fans are going to mind 06 in the last at-bat. But Wainwright, that was literally the, one of the nastiest pitches I've ever seen in my life. So, you know what? I'm not swinging at that pitch. You're not swinging that pitch. If he swung and missed, everybody would have been mad at him either way. So it was a tough situation there. So you got to just tip your hat to Wainwright. But he had a great year, a career as a Met. And honestly, he was the best Met free agent we've ever signed. Uh, arguably, you can have Gary Carter in that. Was he a free agent? Pretty sure he was. No, he got traded. Oh, he got traded? Okay. So he is arguably the best free agent the Mets ever had. Well, technically, um, Piazza did go to become a free agent. Yeah, but, but, that's... He, but he came as a trade. So Right. So I, it, I, I'm not going to argue with you on the being the best Met free agent ever. Probably. Well, it's not really that great of a list, but he's oh. argue, he's easily the best one. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I know we kind of said this with Jeter, but this is I feel more like like I'm just looking at his career. He came up in '99. He won Rookie of the Year. Like that's my the year I started watching baseball. So this is the guy, the first guy that I we've, well, to me, I feel like it's one of the, the first guys that we've, I've seen go his full career. And it's, you know, I'm not, I got say it. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's, um, it's, you yeah. feel accomplished watching his whole career yeah. and saying he, he did everything. He did it all. So, um, See, that's going to be the debate. Where What hat is he going in as? Is he going to go shouldn't in as a royal? A hat. Yeah. He's one of those guys that probably shouldn't have a hat. You're, you're right. I, it's so weird. When Maddox went in, we all think of him so much as a brave that I was like, no doubt he's a brave. And he went in with no hat. I guess that was his choice, though. But, like, I, I think Beltran's a no hat guy. I mean, this is – he's got eight teams. It was seven with the Kansas City, seven with the Mets. And then three with the Yankees, two with the Cardinals, two with the Astros, one with Texas, and even one with the Giants. I forgot we traded them. To the yeah, Giants. exactly. Yeah, that was exactly. The See, team. like, right. and that and the craziest thing, other than his first year with the Mets, he's been he was a stud every other year as a pro. So that was the craziest thing about Beltran. Remember his first year, his only he would only have home runs for Pedro Martinez, and he only had fifteen of them that year. It was a tough, tough adjustment, and then he finally got protection around the order, and we saw the rest was history. So uh, he's definitely going to be a Met Hall of Famer. I can guarantee you that. So it's going to be a fun day whenever that day comes. I can guarantee you that. Might be the only thing we have to look forward to next season, except for Willie Peralta. You forgot Willie Peralta, then. I'm going to forget Willie Peralta a lot this year if we actually sign him. <laughs> Nine All-Star games, uh, a Rookie of the Year, three gold gloves. Only three? Wow. Yeah, I thought it's uh, 06, 07, and 08. Yeah, right, as only as a Met. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Wasn't 08 Lovers. the year he's, he's... Wasn't 7 or 8 the year that he slammed into the, uh, Cameron? No, that no, was that 05. No, that was 04, 05, yeah. Because oh. Cameron left after that. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes. Uh, two silver sluggers. Those were obviously both with the Mets, right? Yeah, 06 and 07. All right, so honestly, stat-wise, he should be going well, in as a Met, but well, he's yeah, not going to be that guy. <laughs> well, his best his best years overall are 06, 07. I mean, he hit 
41, 33, 27 homers. Drove in 116 runs and 112 runs twice. And a lot of people forget he was the clutchest Met that in 06. He would yeah. hit, he he happened to hit, other than the couple right hit, he was the guy that would hit a couple walk off home runs when the team needed it the most. Uh, especially I'll I'll never forget the one. Remember when the Mets played the the Cardinals and yes. Delgado hit a grand slam and then he mm. hit a walk off to end it. That they was, were really down like five or six runs. Wasn't that the uh, there was one game against the Phillies? They both homered twice and Beltran hit a walk off. That that one, yeah, that one too. Yeah, that but, that. That one he hit it in like the 16th inning, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, right? that, that was, was a silly one. And, and of uh, course, Gary like Car- Gary Cohen was like, "And hey, we can go home." Yes, and, and the, like the, the Cardinal one, they yeah, Pujols had hit two homers earlier. Right, and that, was, early, hit that was late in the season. That was just, and and they said like an it's MVP like oh, matchup. you know, it was a big MVP watch matchup. I think Pujols ended up winning MVP that season too. He did, yeah. and Stephen, you brought it up to me uh, yesterday that. Beltron only hit two homers that September. Yeah. That's probably why he didn't win MVP. Now looking yeah. back at it. Beltron, he ended up- and, and Pauls got hot. Because if you remember in 06, the Cardinals got really hot at the end of the season to push themselves into the playoffs. <laughs> to yeah. just get into yeah. the playoffs. I mean, Beltron ended up in actually finishing fourth in this MVP voting. It was uh, actually Howard won this MVP. Yeah, Howard. homers. Yeah, they had a stupid year. But part of Beltron's obviously uh, part of his issue is Wright finished ninth, Reyes finished seventh, Delgado finished twelfth. So the, all these guys got votes. Yeah, exactly. If he was, if that team wasn't so stacked, that uh, he would probably would have gotten more votes. Justin Moore, no one MVP guys. Just I know yeah, that was funny. He batted like almost three forty, and like and the Twins manager is the manager of the year. So. Paul Molitor. Hey, man. He lost 100 games the year before, and they made it to the wild card game. So, obviously, I think that's a no-brainer. Was he the coach or was, Ro- or was Garnheyer the coach with the 100 losses? I th- I don't know. Was Garnheyer? Is this the second year of the guy or the first year? Yeah. I don't remember. I feel like Garnheyer. Because if it was the second year, it's one thing to do, to do it after having such a terrible year, but the do it on your first year to bounce a team back. It, he changed the culture in a way. But who knows what it was. The Mets did sign their pitching coach today. But we'll talk about that later on. Um, but yeah, it's five, year, five years from now, Carlos Beltran's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't care what anybody says. If his numbers aren't first ballot Hall of Famer, then nobody should be first ballot Hall of Famers. And not only are his numbers crazy, they're switch hitter numbers. Yeah. You know, yeah, not, exactly. Not we didn't guys. even mention that. Nobody really does. That's the surprising thing about him. Nobody really mentions that. Not many guys do this as switch hitters, but he did. Also, it was always kind of a, a weak, not a weak spot, but uh, I feel like something he got criticized for was the stolen bases and how he would only steal in like, you know, certain spots. Paul Martyr was uh, the manager from on to two, 2015. So, yes, so he was the He's manager. got 300 steals in his career. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, he was. And the best thing with him is he, he knew the right time to make steals. Right. He was, wasn't he the high, one of the highest percentage base stealers around? I think, that, I think he ended his career at the top. Uh, I had, they had this stat 
here on. Um... Remember when it was something like stupid? Yeah, there was. Yeah, a, it, there it was, was a... like eighty percent when he got here. Yeah, because he he was never like because he was always a three four hitter, so he would never steal bases. And you don't expect a three four hitter to steal bases because they're supposed to be the power guy in the lineup. So he would do it when people. He would do it when it was needed. Right. Reyes, get, Reyes, Reyes um, would get on first and just steal. Beltran right. did it he when stole, he stole 40 just, bases twice in, in uh, Kansas City. I really loved his, uh, his left lefty swing. Like, when he, you knew he got a hold of one, you just knew with his swing. It was just so sweet from the left side. He, he, is, he had one of the best swings you've ever seen. Both sides. He's third all-time in stolen base percentage. 86%. Alexi Casilla is number one. And Chase Utley is number two. Huh. Very surprised. Kaz Matsui is number six. Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> and I love and with that note, <laughs> now that we got Kaz Matsui, you guys can all have a good night. Our episode is and over. Yes. There's nothing else to talk about. AKA, AKA yes, Carl Spoutred is a Hall of Famer. We're going to end it on that note. I can't believe Vin just threw out Kazma too. He's name into this. It, wow. What? Now, if there was ever a tribute for Carlos Beltran, <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. Like, uh, uh, when they make the video for his Hall of Fame. The only time bring that name up is opening day. If Kaz, if, if, if I'm telling you guys right now, when they make the video for Carlos Beltran's Hall of Fame introduction, this segment of the S&D podcast better be in it. Like, just the fact that Vin Durrell Kazmatsui's name. He is four spots <laughs> above Kazmatsui on the all-time stolen base percentage list. Yeah, we have to get... We have it to be the be ones on to introduce the Beltran. That's what it is. It should be on the plaque. Like, yep, Kazmatsui better be in attendance for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, with that being said, let's play more across the bear. We'll be right back. One swing could win it for New York. Beltron waits on a 2-2, Weaver delivers. Hit in the air to deep right field, forget it! That is long gone, off the scoreboard in right field! A two-run homer for Carlos Beltran, his first of this postseason, and the Mets have gone in front, 2 to nothing. Welcome back to episode 197 of the S&D Podcast Show. We're going to get into a little uh, New York football here. After Do we really it, have to? We unfortunately have to. Now, I'm not even going to talk about the games because the Jets stink. And yeah, I didn't even watch the Jet game. I was watching it on Red Zone, and it was the funniest thing of my life. One of the funnier things watching Red Zone was when McNown uh, throws a pick and then the next play, Fitzpatrick throws a pick right back, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's all I need to see out of this game. It so, was the most, yeah, the most Jet game ever. Oh, but, yeah, that that was a Jet game all over it. They they should have, well, they, not should have, but they 
they could have won if they put forth any effort. The re- the Tampa Bay Bucks are reeling right now, especially with everything going on. I know I was on vacation, but what the fuck was his uh, James Winston's pregame speech about the oh. W giving up the West Coast sign? This is a W, and he's he was eating a W, Danny. He, he ate a he W. Ever, the whole team was just looking at him like, what? the hell is going on right now we're gonna lose by 40 points i was i don't know if i said this last week i was watching it and i'm like if he explained but if he, he said like i'm hungry and then he and he said let's eat a w he just started licking his fingers out of nowhere i was like what is this guy doing the, the sean jackson's reaction in the background was the best he's like what did i what did i get myself into i don't even know but I, like i said i don't even want to talk about these games we know the giants don't do this in season but it has to be time. You have to do something. Fire Spags. Um, fire somebody. Uh, the way the defense has played the last two weeks, obviously, um, they've most of the defense has quit. There has most of the linebackers got hurt. They've they picked up one of the linebackers last week, uh, Shepard, and he's already on IR for the groin. Um, so honestly, the secondary, I if. If if McAdoo had any sort of balls, and he saw the effort that Jenkins put on tape um, uh, at on Sunday, I would have grabbed his helmet and threw him onto the bench. Because that effort that I saw, I have never seen a giant. My at least 19 years of watching the team play, I've never saw anybody look that disinterested ever playing for the Giants. <laughs> And that was absolutely, absolutely disgusting the way they they showed up defensively. Offensively, he should play another game. He should not. Jenkins should be suspended for the rest of the season. Offensively, they played fine. Other than Eli's once a year gap of I'm going to try to throw the ball with my left hand instead of taking a sack, getting points after the fact. Other than that, the offense played fine. They got the ball to Shepard. They got the ball to Ingram. Uh, Darko had another solid game. Uh, it, this the last couple of weeks. It's not on the not on the offense. They've been playing as good as they can possibly play. They're not. They're they're obviously handstrung. And now that with Pews out and maybe Fluker, it's going to be a very ugly weekend against the Chiefs. So. I can't wait for uh, Travis Kelsey to make the uh, touchdown streak to 11 for tight ends this season. So oh, that's, that's going to be interesting. That's guaranteed. So it's going to be another fun day at my life. Um, let's just—I I don't know what to say. I, uh, Mac. I was about to say Coughlin. Coughlin would never let this happen. Uh, but McAdoo finally has a closed door meeting today. Where where was this five weeks ago? It's like, come on, man. He's just, he's lost. And we said that from the get-go this season. Everybody knows I was a big McAdoo fan last year, obviously. So it's just, he let too many things snowball on this team this year. And it's just, he looks lost. And thank God I wasn't on the show last week when I was in St. Lucia. And I saw his response to the 51-point uh drumming to the Rams, all he said was, um, thank God I was on vacation for last week's episode. Because when I saw that, I wanted to puke. So, it's not the, like you said, it's not the Mara's way, but I'm I'm 
telling you right now, it's going to get even uglier if the Giants are going to put forth that effort and the fans at MetLife are, A, not even going to show up, and they're going to have all the Cowboy fan and Eagle fans and Redskin fans show up to these games, and we're going to be outnumbered at our own stadium. The Mariners are not going to like that, and it's going to be real ugly, and they might just, because of the optics of how bad everything's going to be, it might happen, but I'm not banking on it. I mean, It's going to have to be like legit, like a couple more games, 50 50 point drummings or losing we, to the 49ers. We saw this. Fight. We saw this when Fossil got fired. Also, they don't fire. They announce the guy is being but fired, was, but they don't let him go. It's it doesn't. It's not yeah. the mar. It's not the new oh, the, the mar away. Do we? Do you agree with it? Of course not. You you want these guys gone. I want these guys. I want him gone. Fire him and let Spags finish the season. Honestly, but, but I'm also is, keeping Spags up, around. No. Yes, no. because I'm not blaming no, the defense. Specs. Oh, did you it's, watch the last two games, Steve? Obviously, yeah, you have. Jenkins doesn't want to play because the team sucks. CP, uh, DRC doesn't want to play because the team sucks. Everybody else is putting effort into it. Eli Manning, uh, Eli Apple waves his arms around like he he's a bird on every play when the guy yeah. falls out of bounds to drop and drops of the ball. It's, his, it's on him. It's like he made the play. He didn't even do anything. He was 20 yards yeah. away from a guy. These, these guys See, play, and the fair. defense was some... f- fine last Blame season. But when the offense is three and out on every play, it's the same thing that happened two years ago. You're blaming the defense two years ago. They were on the field for 45 minutes of, of 60. What, they, how do, they, how, haven't, the, you can't, they haven't they can't tackled breathe. since week two. They haven't tackled the entire season. They I'm sorry, tackling. that's on him. We made Berthard look like Joe Montana on Sunday. That's unacceptable. It's time to it's time for the Spags experiment it's, to be over. I'm sorry. I think with Spags as well, I, as much as I like Spags too, but to last, other than last season, he has had the worst defense three out of the four years he's been the Giants coach this term. And we can say whatever we want about that. That's obviously some sort of glaring news as well. Obviously, maybe if we had Spags as the new the interim coach, that would maybe get a little fire under people. Yes, but honestly, I don't know who would be the next head coach. I I, I wouldn't maybe consider Spags, but that's exactly what we did with McAdoo. So maybe a new voice. No, I'm in not the locker saying room. Spags to be the head. Oh, coach. I know. I was not saying. I know that, that but interim wise, I would I'd be fine with that, but. Obviously, the way our defenses looked the last couple of weeks, and no one really mentioning Spags, is kind of asinine to me as well. I, it's everybody's fault. It's it's the the blame is passed around to everybody. It's Here's just me. it's just one of those like yeah, we just got to play out the last seven games and let's see, evaluate everything and let's move forward and hopefully draft night we pick the right player. Well, you said. The, the Maras aren't going to stand for it if the fans show up. It looked like a Jet game when they played the Rams. That's what the stadium looked like. It looked like a Jet game. It's You said but they don't fire in, people in the middle of the season. Uh, you have to announce that he's leaving. This is his last season. You can't just leave this but year. But we already know. We already know that. Look, he's dead man walking, and that's the, that's the worst part of it. It has to be said. But that's unless, – unless we win seven games in a row and be 8-8, eight and eight, he's – He's gone. There's no. It's just too many bad optics. It doesn't even matter like if the, it's eight and eight. He's gone. If, I don't if even he think wins eight seven, and eight saves him. 
I think if they win a, a, a healthy amount of games, which they're not going to happen, I think his job would be saved. But we're not getting there, so it doesn't even matter. We probably won't win another game for the rest of the season, uh, realistically. Okay. Unless one team decides, well, unless one team decides not to show up for that game. Right. After last Sunday's game, it, that was the most disgusting thing I've seen ever as a Giant fan. Even if the Browns, I don't know what the tiebreakers are. Maybe the Browns will win the game. Maybe they won't. I don't know. They now don't have the tiebreaker with the Niners, so they would. We're looking at the second or third pick, according to Walter Football, which is Steven's favorite website. He has them taking Josh Rosen with the third pick. Thoughts? I haven't. I haven't seen enough of Josh Rosen this year. Yeah, I, I haven't seen enough. And they're I, playing. I, USC's playing. Uh, USC's playing UCLA this week. So that should be interesting. Um, that should be interesting. I also honestly, see- honestly, if I'm no. if I'm literally the Giants, I'm trading back. That that's my point. because think about the the. What about Barkley? No, the, pick not, the running back. No, I don't want to. I don't want to running back. Okay. I don't want to run. He looks dynamic. He does. I also but the biggest take a look is- at the Wyoming quarterback as well. He has nobody and he throws bullets. My uh, friend sent me a video a couple weeks ago of him. No, he's he's and got he a lot of talent. Him. I won't lie about that. But the Barkley kid scares me because look how many running backs have been studs in college who have done nothing in the pros. And he's not that prototypical bell cow running back like a Fournette and Elliott. I I would consider. I I'm gonna. If you're further down, if you if you have a good second half and you're further down, like in the, and you end up falling into the teens somehow, then I'm gonna start considering, you know, if Barkley falls, make the move. But, but if you're gonna be in the getting, top, if you're gonna be a top three. If you're a top if you're going in the top three, you're you're getting the best lineman or the top quarterback prospect. I'm moving yeah, back. Up. Taking. Think about the haul teams have been getting for top three picks the past couple of years. I would have to. I would have to hear. But if no one wants if, to trade with me, I'm taking one of the better quarterbacks. If you told me like the Chargers, who are currently put at seventh in the draft, draft <clears throat> said we're going to give you the next two years number this year, next year number ones, and next year's number three also, and we're going to move up to the third spot. Hey, you you wouldn't you wouldn't do it in a heartbeat? I would, I would, I would, I would definitely consider that. I would you know, 100%. But you also got to think of teams that we don't won't know be the doing scouting it. point. Right, but you also well, don't know teams like the Cardinals are, de- are definitely going to look to move up into the top five. There's no way they don't look to move up into the top five. But it all depends if we like a quarterback that – can't we think that can't miss it's been 14 years of not even have to looking at a quarterback obviously i don't want to draft in the top five again so i would consider my options with that but like you said if a team's going to be dumb enough like we've seen in the past to give a team two first round draft picks a second round pick and and a, a fourth round pick yes i'm doing that but if there's a can't miss guy which Everybody's been clouding about, even though most of them have had down years. I would definitely weigh my options on that situation because I hope we don't have to deal with this mess again. According to this, this is again, this is just guy, this person's opinion, the site's opinion. He has Lamar Jackson going first to the Browns. I, I don't know. I, I'm not I, sure Lamar Jackson. No, uh, he's a f- dynamic player, but what? 
against against scrub teams, he's wins the Heisman. But if you see him against a caliber caliber team, he is not that good, and he makes terrible quarterback decisions. Him Who? running around makes Who is Lamar, Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I don't. I wouldn't. I would take. Well, I would take Mayfield. I would, I would take Baker before I take Lamar Jackson any day of the week. Well, that, I mean, they don't that even would have be the Baker most Browns the draft pick if they pick Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm telling you right now. No, I, I agree. I mean, the oh, last, I agree. That's what I'm saying. That guy. That's yeah. that's that would be a Browns move. The last I heard from I saw, saw somebody on ESPN like two weeks ago that they had a scout say Lamar Jackson needs to learn how to play cornerback. So I, I some people like him as a for the first overall pick. Some people like him as he needs to change positions. I don't. I'm he not. Was, Sold like last like year, that. he would have like 300 yards rushing, but he would have like he would throw also throw in like three picks, and it'd be like, all right, great, the, awesome. The top lineman in the draft is from Danny's favorite school, Notre Dame, according yeah, to this. Um, but I'm not drafting him with the top three pick. He, they have him going eighth to the to the uh, Browns, so they're saying he's a top ten pick. He's the only defensive lineman that's like. Hold on, the top. so the Browns have two. Top ten. They picks. have. Um, they traded. They have Tennessee's. I think no. Uh, the no. Eagles. No, because it's the eighth overall pick, so it's it's somebody bad. Browns draft picks. See, that's the problem with the Browns. They have all these draft picks, but they're all gonna suck. Poor yeah, Browns. I don't. I don't um, remember who. Who did they trade? Is, oh, it, is it the? Is it the Bears? It might be the Bears, yeah. It might be it's the probably, Bears. No, probably the yes, Bears. Because they, they traded up one pick. Yeah, they traded up one pick. They had the... Yeah, it's probably the Bears. <laughs> that was highway robbery. Well, so looking in, like, the top ten, the team's, the only team that needs a quarterback, I would say... Oh, it was the Texans. Oh, okay. Oh, for Watson. Right. Yes. They moved up to get Watson. Um, yeah. The they hit that, fell hard. Teams that need a quarterback. I mean, you could say Cincinnati needs a quarterback. Uh, Denver. Oh, oh my God, Denver! They, they, if Denver doesn't get Kirk Cousins or if I think Eli Denver needs to rebuild. I think Denver needs to rebuild. I already also told you, Vin, who the Denver quarterback is, and they're winning the Super Bowl in, two, in like three years because of it. And half of Andrew Luck is going to Denver. That's <laughs> possible. Um, the Chargers are seventh. They could trade up to draft. Rivers' successor, I guess. Um, the Jets at eleven. I don't uh, imagine the Jets and Giants make a draft day trade like that. After that, it's really it. Everybody else has got their quarterback. The I mean, draft the Cards- is in Dallas this year, right? Uh, maybe. Is it this year or next year? One of the two years it's in Dallas. Twenty eighteen NFL draft. But Dallas may not have a team. <laughs> No, they'll have a team, just so they won't have an owner. They won't have an Imagine owner. Imagine that. Oh, my God. You know how many people will be so pumped? All right, Cuzzo. Steve, um, Steve from Florida will be the happiest human being ever if the, if Jerry Jones sells. I think my dad would be happy, too. Like, well, we've talked about this a lot. He, he always says, like, even when they're good, he's like, they're never going to win anything until this jackass is gone. I'm like, uh, he's not going anywhere, so... Yeah, no, he'll never go. Literally, he's gotten season 
cease letters like stop sending us shit because of Jerry Jones because of the stuff he would send the Cowboys for about Jerry Jones. Yikes. Yeah, that was what it was. So you're both. I mean, the trading back thing is probably the most realistic. Uh, well, move you're, you're hoping a dumb team does a dumb thing because the Giants are not going to make a dumb mistake with that. But I, honestly, it's not. It's nothing against I, Eli, I'm, but I think. No, it I really hope be... that we take Sandy's assistant as the new GM. I'm, and I'm in we the let camp. Him do the draft. I'm in the camp of drafting a quarterback. I want that to be known. I, I think I, I'm, I'm leading towards that way too because I really don't want to draft in the top five right. again. I, I think you go Especially with the guy. with this quote-unquote quarterback class that's supposed right. to be good if Darnold comes out. You go with the guy you think is best, and you groom him for a year, a year and a half maybe. And, I, and obviously we're still a good organization with the right core of values and everything that our quarterback should be able to groom into a good quarterback. Even if yeah, Eli's I mean, still on the team this next year, halfway through, figure it out. It could literally be like Eli's first year next year. It, it could, it could easily be that way. Hopefully, and we're I not five Eli's and three and we bench Eli. <laughs> if we're five oh, and three okay. and he's playing, well, can we stick with him? That was my first giant game when Kurt Warner's final game as a giant uh, after the bye when we lose to the Detroit Lions. That was my first ever giant. Game. That was fun. I mean, whoever you'd be drafting, you're giving them, you know, a. Uh, uh, when they're healthy, probably and, and obviously uh, the uh, weapons are going to be there. You're going right. to have uh, you're going to have Evan, Shepard and, and, Beckham, and, and, and Beckham, and Ingram, right. and then hopefully one of our if Darkworth is still the starting running back, or they they figure out Gallman or whatever the situation may be. I think that's a very healthy thing, but I'm just petrified with the offensive line. What we can do, I could see Fluker coming back if he stays healthy. Uh, Bart jo- uh, Jones has played played decent. Bobby Hart's killing me, and and Pugh's I know out again. it's yeah. Pew's out again. And While he's Luke hurt, they need to like have that. him sign, like sign on the dotted line. While he's hurt, I don't care. Yeah, I agree. Dude. And I it's it's petrifying that Bobby Bobby Hart's playing uh, starting again. It's it's insane. It's also crazy. To he's a he's a that... Flowers hasn't given up a sack and since week two that's you, crazy stat you know, of the day you know what's insane well he'll, he should give up like six this week against i'm sure justin houston's gonna run around him like crazy oh i'm sure it is but it's still got to give credit where credit's due with that he's Especially been one of the best he's we... been one of the best guys on the team honestly you know in yeah. a bad year he's been the most noticeable guy that you can say is actually putting the most effort into it yes like, we literally called out just about every guy who just gave up on this season. And he's one of those guys who's actually realizing he's playing for a job. At the end of the day, he's oh, playing yeah, for a job. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. And that that's the most disheartening thing about watching Sunday's game was you guys know you're on film right now, right? You guys want jobs next year, right? Just got you got to play balls out. It's too many guys that think what... that they're locked. That's the problem. You know, Jenkins just signed that big deal two yeah. years ago, and he thinks his, but his job is But all the money guaranteed. Right. Yeah, but his guaranteed money is done after the season. So, um, Why? 
DRC said it right today. He's like, I'm an old ass man. I I know I'm on tape. I, I'm just gonna play my ass off. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have gotten suspended, but I like the attitude now. But where was this attitude six weeks ago? I so I don't we'll know. Jenkins is a tough situation, I think, because I mean, I guess it's a real possibility he could get cut. But we kind of knew what we were getting into with Jenkins. Right, and things got bad. That's what that was the one thing everybody right. said when we signed them. It just happened. We swore the great Jenkins because we went eleven and five. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you say suspend him for like the next two games or even the rest of the season, like I said, because he's been showing so such little effort. You lost him. He's gone. He's asking for a trade. He wants to be cut in the offseason. So yeah. it's like either play well, we him. We all know deal. how well that works in New York when you ask for trades. You get resigned. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll, he just won't show up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks, Cabby. <laughs> Welcome back. I, I love playing. I, I'll play in every position the Mets want me to. Yeah. So. <laughs> he literally went for, I don't want to play second base, too. Oh, I'll play anywhere. Can't in, wait to make like, $8 million next year. In two weeks. <laughs> uh, it's... That was unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean, it's either uh, keep your, your top corner for whoever the next coach is or, you know, get rid of him for for principal, which, you know. And, and, rumor, and rumor has it that Eli Apple was the one who was the anonymous situation. Oh, uh, was he? Well, according to car- incarcerated Bob, which we could take with a grain of salt, but... Oh. More times yeah. than not, he's been on on on. on Ford, I don't like him, but yeah, he's sometimes he's got some you know information. Well, maybe so if he starts I, flopping like I a be, bird, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Eli Apple was the one. Here's the and thing. Here's Steve, the thing with Eli me and Apple. Steve don't like him. Uh, as much as the, you and I both don't like him, as bad as he is, here's the thing with him. He's only in his second year. Yep. We how much how much during the off season do we want flowers gone after only two seasons? Very very true. That very that's true. the way I'm gonna look at that the Eli Apple situation. As much as I Think- want to say please go away and never come back, I wouldn't be shocked to see him get another season. The thing with flower the thing I'm sorry because I'm sure it's cheap. Saying flowers. I mean, the thing with Apple's, Apple is Apple's not going anywhere. We we see the potential in Apple if he just turns the fuck around every now and then or makes a play. It's not even that. I just good. want him to stop waving his arms when he's twenty yards away from a play. Like, dude, oh, you well, had yeah. nothing well, to do with the play. Well, that's that's just the every cornerback. Most quarterback cornerbacks, but uh, it's just mm, just turn around. He could have probably had six interceptions this more than six interceptions this year. Turning around. Done. We don't do that. We don't turn around in, in sports, Danny. We just we just pray it works. <laughs> that way we can just wave our arms, you know. Granted, the play of the year goes to Eli Apple because he prevented somehow prevented Jimmy Graham from scoring a touchdown. <laughs> it was literally his best play ever. Well, in the game they probably should have won. Yeah, well. You know, if your quarterback keeps his head up, maybe he would have saw Jordy Nelson two weeks ago, but no. I mean, listen. <laughs> He's uh, the token we, white guy. You can't we, miss him. He beat him. the Bears, and you, couldn't, and you couldn't beat the 49ers. So I'm just going to leave that there. And uh, that's it. All right. With that being said, let's play more Cross the Bear, and let's come back and talk more local sports.
Welcome back to the SD Podcast. You just listened to Cross the Bear, uh, of course, by Division 1.1. Let's talk about the most one of the most exciting teams in New York sports right now is the New York Basketball Knicks. Granted, it blew a 20-point lead against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but that was the most fun I've watched the Knicks game in maybe four or five years when uh, we made it to the playoffs. So they, they had a KP had an off night, and they still found a way to be up 20 points. It just was a matter of time for the Cavs to beat the Cavs. Who hits nine threes in the in a quarter? Kyle Korver hit five of them. You got to tip your hat to them. Well, there's your it's, answer, uh, Kyle Korver. Right. <laughs> did any? Did you guys watch the game at all? That was. You know what? I turned very... it on, and they were like up big, and then I just kind of randomly started doing other things and stopped paying attention. And I was like, wow, I maybe I should have just kept yeah, watching. Yeah, I, I watched it from. I watched from first tip to the end of the game, and I was not pissed, but I was like, oh, man. Just one of those things. It's like, all right, they're not going to beat the Cavs more times than not. Beating them two times this season would have been awesome. But it was just one of those age factors. Really, really, it was like, oh, man. If we were a little, any older of a team, we would have beaten them kind of thing. No. And you know also, what makes you know- the Knicks older? Joakim Noah, but he's terrible. I, I hope he doesn't play. I hope he doesn't play a second, and he hasn't yet. This had a very much of a feel. I don't know if you guys remember this game, but it's like one of the. It was and one I of the first... and I love Cantor now. I I like Cantor yeah. won me over big time, and it, he's and he slowly feel, has done that. And, and, and he you scored... know what? The Knicks. The Knicks losing to the Cavs wasn't the it's worst what's thing. Supposed to happen. Oh, it definitely wasn't a worse because thing. Because you, the... you know what would have been worse? The Cavs winning by 25 points. Of course. Been... If we had Melo, yeah. we would have lost by 20 points. Right. And well, I love the way they're moving around the ball, and that was the one thing Clyde mentioned, and I noticed it as well watching the game, is the minute the Knicks stopped moving the ball around, moving the ball around, it was over. It was it was over. They, they went to ISO, and that's never going to be the way that these these Knicks are going to win the game. Timmy's no. starting to get hot. I, I disagree it's, with his contract still, but Timmy's it playing is a better. Completely different Tim Hardaway. Well, he's he's grown up. He's uh, he's right. matured a little bit. And uh, Steve, remember when I said uh, Trey Burke is this year's uh, Jimmer Fournette? So he's, he's apparently le- he's killing it for Westchester. So he uh, actually just in, hit a big three now. He so. he actually had a Instagram post today from New York City. So I wonder if it was one of those. Let's send him there to let him work out, and see what ha- and let it like you know eventually call him up, which could be what happens with with Trey Burke. But also the team's so hot. Why would you change anything now? No, I mean like the fact that they lost by three to the Cavs is a good thing. Like at this point in their rebuild, like this is. They they played a competitive game against what's supposed to be one of the best teams in the East and the best player on the planet, and it you know the I guess that the the end of the game at um, LeBron hits the shot over Porzingis that is that's but a like, learning. But that's oh, a by the way, I'm not going to go to the game Friday because it's in Toronto. But it's, but, K- it's, but KP said the most. Uh, he was on Michael K yesterday. Um, he did say it the best. We know LeBron's the best driver in the league. 
I'm gonna have to try to give it. He does so much well. But that but you I've also heard it. You heard it on the. I think it was Walt who kept saying it. He's shooting yeah, the three. He he's shooting the three. three. He's shooting yeah. the three. The past couple of years, he doesn't drive to the basket. He shoots the three. Yeah, but KP but is also LeBron. right. But KP is also right because if KP steps up to guard the three, LeBron's going around him. Let's face yeah. it. We all know LeBron's going around him, and you're not trusting any one of the other four to to step up and get in front of LeBron. I'm yeah. not going to say he made the wrong play, but, I mean, that's just LeBron. That's the why. And then, why and the then the he has to shoot over a 7-3 guy. Granted, right. he's back a little bit. It's still, you got to take your chances with that. And, honestly, the way they're playing, uh, they're playing a tough game tonight. They're playing a tough game tonight with the Jazz. It's been a When did Ricky Rubio game. turn into a caveman? <laughs> I, I was saying the same thing earlier tonight when I was watching the game. But I'm literally turning on. I'm like, who is this caveman guy? And I found out it's Ricky Rubio. I'm like, they're up. They're they're up one at the moment with under around a minute left in the game. So the Knicks are going to have the ball. So hopefully they make the right decision and find a way to score. Um, it's one fourteen left in the fourth. So it's going to be interesting to see. I definitely want to go to a Knicks game sometime soon. Hopefully, if they keep this up, that's for sure. The game, I, I was so close to actually getting tickets for the other night because I saw tickets for under 150, bro, one in the 200s. So I'm like, for the Cavs, I would definitely spend that. But I just came back from vacation, so that wasn't going to happen. But if if any other circumstance arose, I would have definitely went. They're, they're worthwhile. Like, uh, the fact that I'm watching the they're, game... They're watchable. They're right, watchable right now, exactly. and that's step one of the process. Correct. They, they I watched the last two games in full. KP needs a running mate. Um, I don't know when that happens, but eventually that has to happen. And, and then, you know, you could start... I think Nikina has, Nikina has the right stuff. I, I, I Hardaway Nikina... just twisted... Scared me. Yeah, he probably <laughs> almost just killed himself. Uh, if they had captains in basketball, Enos Cantor is obviously the captain. Oh, obviously, Cantor is an animal, and he's obviously. Oh, oh there's Timmy, Timmy. drills. Let's go, Timmy. Timmy, shimmy. Timmy, shimmy. Let's go, Timmy. Tim hits That's the dagger, nice. and the Knicks with a four-point lead. With 30 seconds left, should so you've been, have you're been. getting your wish. We're talking live Knicks action instead of. I mean, this is it. You know what the key to the whole season, though, is we have the second coming of LeBron James and Michael Beasley on the team. Oh, God. But <laughs> all, all, kid, all kidding aside, it's all about the growth of the Knicks and and can KP stay healthy and can the other guys around him grow with him. I mean... Because if Timmy, if Timmy stays good like he's supposed to be and uh, Lee's just decent and McDermott's decent... They played. They were blowing the Cavs out by twenty points without KP being KP. That's impressive in its own feat. Yeah, did the Cavs have an off night till the fourth quarter? Absolutely, but you got to tip. That was positive in itself. So hopefully they pull out this game now. And they've had this has been a long homestand, so it's going to be interesting to see how they take care of business on the road for the Knicks. Because obviously, playing in the garden and playing on the road are two different animals. We all know that. Especially when the garden is rocking. Right. Speaking of the garden rocking, 
The Rangers, Rangers. are also on fire after yeah. their very slow start. They've basically evened out to where you thought they might be. Um, are the Rangers kind of, winning tonight? I, I didn't even look. They're I tied, I believe. Yeah, they're playing uh, Chicago tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, they're 1-1 at the moment. Yep, in Chicago. Well, like I said, they, they dug themselves out of their hole. So now it's just, I mean, continue doing what they're doing. Lundqvist plays well, and they find some offense, and that's it. Yeah, no, they're, they're finding secondary scoring. Benajad is playing well. Um, Zook's playing well. The defense is <laughs> alive. Um. Nash was playing well. He had a two-goal night. I really haven't been watching because of vacation, so I'll be honest. The Knicks have been most of my uh, attention. Think about that, though. If I told you in September that the week before Thanksgiving you're watching Knicks than any other sport, basically. I would have laughed at you. That would have been like, all right, that means something good's happening. If you told me I was watching basketball before Christmas, I'd be shocked. Like the fact that we're we're talking basketball in the Knicks just is but It's literally all... like the Mets were of fifteen. Yeah. It was just we watched it because they they were still in it. Like they were still alive. They were still you know, there were horrible moments at the beginning of fifteen, but there were also moments where you felt like something good could happen. Well fifteen started with a twenty almost a twenty game winning streak, so that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think Right, yeah, that was the eleven game winning streak like or whatever, something something ridiculous yeah, like that. It was some kind of double digit game winning streak. And they pretty much rode that gap until they until got to September, I mean, Cespedes, yeah. they were No, well and they got uh, well, well, uh, yeah, when they made the they trade, Cespedes, it was like yeah. they were like that two was... games above five hundred, so it was pretty much they had played eight games under five hundred the whole season. <laughs> yep, pretty much. But um, speaking of the Mets, I mean, I guess we can get into a little hot stove. There's, there's reports. Yeah, we got a lot of hot stove with New York. We, I mean, it's all, it's reports that the Mets are interested in, you know, they've spoken to Lorenzo. Yeah, they yeah. They've spoken to Carlos <laughs> Santana's agent. And then you get the reports back. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. I've spoken to Carlos Santana's agent too, apparently. I mean, it's just, they're, I, I think I said this before. They're going to end up with Joe Smith and... A Logan I'm okay Morris. With and, that. I no Joe Smith. I'm good with. I I I'm, like Joe. He'll be a nice setup guy. Now. You know what? He'll be Smith. Will be a good setup guy. If they can you, add Brian Shaw Momo. and Joe Smith, I'm good. I, Are you the, good though? I'm good with with the bullpen. That's it. Okay, bullpen wise, yes. Right. It, the, the I don't. Stephen and I were having this discussion. I <laughs> compose myself. We were having this discussion yesterday about Carl because Carlos Santana's name. I'll came go up. fuck myself, man, because I, I wasn't in this conversation. <laughs> you weren't so. in the conversation, but now I can bring this up to you. Um, I would rather them, if it's a choice between bringing in Carlos Santana and him fighting for a job with Dom or spending that money elsewhere, I'm spending the money elsewhere. Yeah, why? Why was something? They why don't. Sudden they're not work? happy with Dom. After what happened this season, because he why? came into into camp with great in great shape, and they said he just basically ate his way out of shape in in Vegas. But that's also their fault for having a team in Vegas with that's, there's yeah. never well, ending buffets. Right. Exactly. I think I think with Dom with Dom, what I like to see with Dom is if you've seen his track record, obviously you guys have because you guys are a bigger 
bigger minor league guys, and you are the guys that I get my info from, is every every year his first year is meh, and the second year is okay. That's why we drafted him in the first round, kind of thing. His his um, I thought he played a, a decent September for them to not really talk about. But uh, the, the, the problem the problem was you saw him get winded. You saw right. him out of shape. You could tell did, when he would go after a ball in the hole, he wouldn't be able to get it. literally looked like Mo Vaughn was playing first base again. What was well, supposed to be a good defensive first baseman, they didn't like what they saw. I, but Carlos Santana is not the guy you bring in to, to, as, a, as an insurance case. What makes yeah, Carlos you, Santana insurance is that Carlos he's a Santana, thir- you, He's starting. He's starting first. Right, exactly. Right, because exactly. you're going to pay him too much to start him. Now, if you're telling me I'm bringing in Carlos Santana and I'm trading Dom to, let's say, you know, somebody for a, a third baseman or a second baseman, like one of the top first, second or third baseman or, or a catcher or even a, one of the top catchers in the league, and Here's possibly some bullpen help. That's a different story. Three names that, that have three names that have come up. I don't know if you would trade Dom for one of them because they're all. I, I maybe I might trade Dom for D Gordon if that's a possibility. Uh, the other two names that he, were brought up not, were Dozier and Ian Kinsler. I, I got to see not more Kinsler. of Dom before I trade him. I'll be honest with I'm you. I'm not trading. I'm more. not. I'm not getting Kinsler. Three years ago, I'm trading for Ian Kinsler. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going for Kendall. Dozier. I don't. I don't know. I don't trust Dozier. I'm not. I'm not saying trade Dom. Those two are on expiring contracts. Dozier and Kinsler. But I'm not trading I, for if, expiring contracts. If I'm trading away a guy who I have control of for the next right. four years. Right. Well, I'm not. In those. That's why I said in those cases that I'm not trading Dom for them. But I would certainly trade. You know, a piece for Ian Kinsler. I would bring in Ian Kinsler, in, but I'm not. Again, I'm not trading Dom. There's no way. There's nobody that is a top 15 prospect that would be moved for Ian Kinsler at this point in Kinsler's career. Yeah. He hit 236 with 22 homers. So his power didn't drop off last year. His average dropped off significantly. If, I, if, I'm, tra- are... if I'm trading Dom and anybody else in my top 15, I'm getting uh, Gary L. or I'm getting Alex Bergman from Houston. I, I, I want I those want a type of players. Thirty-three-year-old Gariel. Gariel, the first not... baseman, the Cuban, who's like twenty-two. I know, but he's Gariel. Oh, he's like twenty-two. I thought he was thirty-three. I don't think so. I could have sworn they were saying a thirty-three-year-old rookie. Possible. Um, I'm not. I, I, like I said, I don't think we should trade Dom for a second baseman. But like, if it's Dom for D Gordon straight up, I might do it. I, I honestly think well, he about is thirty three, but he's also okay. Cuban. So in Cuba, it's like fifty three. So he's forty five, <laughs> right? So he might be forty. We don't know. He has a younger brother though, Stephen. Maybe that's what we were thinking of. So does Cespedes, but he's already in our system. Um, I think I, heard... I think it would be a mistake to trade Dom. Even after a half a season, and see. What I, no, we I'm agreeing have. with you, Dan. If I'm gonna trade, if if we're serious about trading him, do it in the middle <clears> of the season. Especially, especially the amount of years we've had, we've had to watch him grow, 
<clears throat> and the potential that we've seen him play in throughout the minor leagues, it's, <clears throat> it'd be a, a mistake. And we could see him batting against us, <clears throat> batting 300 and whatever else he brings to the table against us for 15, 20 years. That would be the Mets way of dealing yeah. with things. He hit seven homers last year in the pretty much month he was up. That's for him. Those were encouraging numbers. Yeah, he's never been a quote-unquote power hitter, what did he, so what that did he, alone. What did he end the year with? Was it was it 10 or was it 7? With the it, was, I think it, was, it was 7 homers, but he hit 198 or something like that. Yeah, he his average wasn't there. But like I mentioned before, <clears throat> uh, he, he once he gets adjusted to the league, he's, he's he going to be a good hitter. He seven homers in a month and a half. So I ideally <clears throat> over a year, we talked about this, that's a that's a 20-plus homer guy. I'll take that from first base. Right. And if he and he comes to spring training healthy, well, the key is keeping lighter, it. Keeping it. Listen, I'm willing to give him that, a full season. I want to give him a full book. season. Well, I, I think so. I'm not. I wasn't thrilled with what I saw last year. Obviously, with neither of them, I wasn't. You know, overly thrilled. Ahmed. Yeah. With Ahmed, I at least know he's ready defensively. And Stephen, we had this conversation earlier. All of us had this conversation. If he just doesn't swing it like, like stupid pitches, right? He'll hit two seventy with his eyes closed. If he just has any kind of play discipline at all, but if it means spending the limited assets that they apparently have, the 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 how much payroll they want to cut, if that if part of that is bringing in a first baseman to to possibly play, if he doesn't do well, I, I'm I don't I'm not. Using those assets. So, um, so here's, the, here's another Unless the thing. assets Jay Bruce. That's it. Unless here's another Jay thing that's but huge. I don't think Jay Bruce would come back to New York just because, oh, he can play first base. I really well, think he so long, he's going offense. somewhere. He'd be the right fielder, and Conforto would be the center fielder, and then if there's an issue, then you then then he plays first, Conforto plays right, and Lagares well, plays Well, here's down. also the thing. When you're thinking about... If you're going to talk about Carlos Santana, when you look at next season, because let's say you give Dom the year and you're going to look into next season's free agents. Right now, first base-wise, is Joe Maurer and Adrian Gonzalez. All right, so, so we're not getting anything out of that. Right. So it's either sign Carlos Santana now or you're Dom, Dom's your guy for at least two seasons unless you make a huge trade. I'm, that includes I'm, That's, I'm sticking with it. I, they, I'm, I know sticking, they, I'm sticking with it as yeah. well. They're saying they want to compete. I honestly don't think it's going to happen, but I'm sticking with them. And then, uh, you know, like let's, I said, let's, get a couple let's relievers. Let's for a bit, too, after you finish. Yeah, get a couple relievers, get an outfielder, and that's it. Um, so the Yankees manager search is Is ongoing. literally every guy we've ever watched play baseball. Every, right. every, <laughs> average, every average baseball player in the 90s slash 2000s. And, and Carlos and he, Beltran. And Carlos Beltran. Anybody who's retired <laughs> in the past 10 years is on the list. John Honestly, Flaherty. I wouldn't mind David John Cole. Flaherty because we all know he, he he's a smart baseball man. I honestly thought um, David Aaron Cohen Boone was the most like, guy. Aaron Boone and, and David well, Cohen were two of the most random names I've heard. Yeah. No, Aaron Boone is uh, – if you listen to Michael Kay, Aaron Boone's been one of the big guys because Michael Kay is literally vouching for everybody <laughs> who he has a job with. Obvious reasons, but I, he wants I people he has a good he has a good relationship yeah. with because you know what so he, he doesn't want. Show. You know what he doesn't want. Joe Torre had a spot on WFAN. Granted, it's the Yankee Channel, but Michael K. Well, knows Gerard, that if he gets a good guy, he'll get a spot with them also. Well, Girardi would come on occasionally. He gets Cashman. Um, but with 
it with with Girardi, he said he invited him to his wedding. He went to his Michael K's wedding. But it's funny, like he had like a weird situation that he would never be invited. No one would be invited to his locker, uh, his uh, office, or anything. Usually, most managers are open policy. More times than not, he just kept a closed door situation. But it's really going to be interesting with the Yankees on who they get. Is he the right fit? He's obviously going to have to be the right fit for this young core to grow from. And by the way, congratulations to Aaron Judge for Rookie of the Year. Um, yes, Aaron Does Judge. Does he win the MVP? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. He's gonna be obviously second place to uh, Al Tuve. The, the two of them are finishing one two. It's just a matter well, of it definitely won't it be unanimous. What what you look it depends on what you look into what you look into your MVP award. Do you see that Aaron Judge was a rookie and pretty much carried the Yankees, or do you see Al Tuve pretty much being a monster, but Look who Altuve was around. But did Judge carry the Yankees? Yes, that's the first start of the season he did. See, I don't know. The I was watching. Uh, I think it was part. No, it wasn't part of the introduction. One of the ESPN shows today, and they were like, "Well, the only, they were start talking about the NL Cy Young, and they were like, "Well, this is the only award that has any drama. The rest of them are set." And I'm like, I feel like everybody's just assuming Altuve is going to win. First of all, this is a regular season award. Second of all, I don't think it's set in stone at all that he's going to win. In fact, uh, the numbers favor Judge. I, I mean, it should be a lot closer than I think people, a lot of people are. And assuming. imagine if Judge didn't have a month slump. Right. I mean, even even in the World Series, like on the broadcast, Joe Buck was saying it like matter-of-factly that Altuve would win. I well, don't Joe think Buck it's going to be that simple. Joe Buck had his cock in his mouth the whole playoffs, so... <laughs> Judges didn't even have I a don't... good playoffs. Luckily, they... You know. No, he had one home run. No, he had a couple in the Yankee series. He played really well in the Yankee series. I, I don't I'll think do his average is that great. I thought he played decent in the D- uh, NLCS. ALCS, I, he's, a, he's a great player. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't I, want With the Yankees, what are they, they're really not going to be doing much in the offseason either. So they're it's, literally, really be... it's literally this Japanese guy or bust for them. Well, they have to figure out their starting rotation. Now, like they picked up Tanaka's, or Tanaka Tanaka didn't. Yeah, T- Tanaka knew that he wasn't going to make that money. Right, so he he kept his option, so he's staying for the next two years now. Right, it's either bringing this Japanese guy or they, you know, bring back CC or replace. All right, so is this Japanese player going to be an outfielder or is he going to be a pitcher? Because be obviously, a pitcher, if the there's a reports that if the Yankees were in, do get him, that they would let him DH on days he doesn't right. pitches. He wants to. This hit. is the stupidest thing I've and, ever heard in my and, life. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wants to hit and pitch, and if he if he's gonna do that, he has to go to the American League. I get me National League. To, no, I'm saying American League because he wants to pit, so He wants to hit every day yeah. days, yeah. on his days off. A good point. Good point. That's what he Sorry. did in Japan. Right. So I I don't. I'm sure he wants to do it, and that's a great idea. And maybe he is a good hitter. There's no way if this guy gets rocked like twice in a row. Yeah. And people start complaining that he's DHing every other day, that he's not just like the way trip And the worst treated. place that he can he's do pitching. this in That's is it. the Bronx. Yeah, he's just pitching. That's, I, I don't. He maybe is his stuff once a week. that nasty. Uh, he says that if they say he throw like 102 miles an hour. Whatever. Jacob DeGrom's going to throw 120 because he cut his hair. 
He's like Brendan Fraser. He's more aerodynamic scout. That is that is literally the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Why are we going after this pitch harder thing? Didn't we notice that it didn't work with Noah? Yeah, didn't we try that already? <laughs> so let's cut our hair so we can pitch harder. I, this is just a really stupid thing that I meant to text you about, you guys about, but I forgot. Um, Noah didn't go to Travis's wedding. Yeah, I did mention, I did notice that too. He was the only guy in, there yeah. was photos everywhere, and he was the only pitcher with noticeable uh, reasoning not there with right. Harvey. I saw Harvey, I saw DeGrom. And I saw, Wheeler was definitely there. Wheeler, yeah, Wheeler was there. So I, I saw bet you everybody. if it was Renee Rivera's wedding, Noah would have oh, been there. Even even Addison Reed was there, it, and it, it seemed like him. Obviously, Noah, but more his girlfriend are very active on social media. They would have been posting pictures or Instagramming or something that they were there. Yeah, a thing. I, I I'm I'm not saying everybody has their own. Maybe she to couldn't do get anything. her permission slip signed. Well, I, <laughs> they I'll were at some kind of event. I'll be I'll be with you I'll be honest with you Steve I I don't care that he didn't take a picture with us obviously it would have been cool but that just gave me very bad weird optics about like but then don't you remember do you remember when we went to the the Wheeler signing the Lagares Wheeler Dylan G and how much of a dick the Gram was yeah but I think that was yeah he was pretty dickish and he was the two times we went met Degrom he was the most nicest guy, and no then one? and Harvey Harvey was a dick too, but sure. that was okay. Well, no one seems like a guy who's about himself and to himself, and doesn't really care. I mean, obviously he's best friends. It's with one thing to say no to me and Steve, but he was turning down girls taking pictures. I've never seen a player ever do that. Right. Um, so this is it was, it was like just a thing. weird. It was just a. It was yeah. It was just a weird optic, especially the whole situation of the night. That's pretty much why you're there, kind of thing. Right. Especially knowing your fans are going to be there, it was. It's fine. It's. It is what it is. But it just. And then watching him on Twitter, he just sounds like a just a dickhead every now and then. But you know what? if he throws ninety nine and he wins us games, I don't care. Right. I don't but care if he's a jerk. I don't care if he's a jerk either. But I. I he 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 gives off that vibe. He's a dick at times, and <laughs> I I'm not shocked, but I'm shocked that he didn't go to his wedding because especially the whole other starting rotation was there well they were like i said they were at an event like the next day so maybe it was a scheduling conflict i know travis is from california no travis is from philly isn't he no he's from california no maybe it was in california it was in california it was in lake tahoe right oh by the way pawecki was in the wedding party yes well that's awkward (laughs) (laughs) i guess they're good friends so maybe he, they couldn't make it schedule-wise or whatever. Maybe, maybe I, Travis I, just doesn't have any other friends. I I doubt. I don't know. Like no, I said, well, Addis, if Addison you think Reed, about it, you travel with the guy your whole season. You, right. You're well, not really. Yeah, lucky, I would you know. assume. Maybe. All right. I know he was in the minors <laughs> for a bit, but more times than not, the last three years, they were roommates at some sort of hotel function in, and whatnot. I think Wheeler posted the pictures. Addison Reed was there, and Kirk Newenheis was there. So yeah, like her yes. and David was there. Now it's too. a party. Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't have gone there. either if know. I was Noah. <laughs> I don't know why. No, Noah yeah, was I don't probably know mad why. that Kirk Newenheis was invited. 
<laughs> he's possible, possibly too. I don't. I just felt. I Maybe found it Renee weird. Rivera I wasn't, wasn't the only one. invited. I was gonna mention I that too, but I'm like, who really cares? But um, I had it in my mind too. Yeah, it's definitely something to to take a note, and it's I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it, but it's something to take a note. Listen, when Travis throw, calls a terrible game and they get in a fist fight on the mountains because Travis is calling a bad game, we don't understand why. I mean, we should have known Noah was a jerk from day one. He had he went and he ate lunch in the fucking locker room by himself. <laughs> well, and then we had to, you know, take care of that. That's why he didn't go. Him and David don't like each other. Did you did you see Mr. Met's tweet today? It was <laughs> actually really funny. Well, I saw the video of him throwing the jersey on the ground. And yeah, and he's on. stomping yeah. on it. It was really funny. Not gonna My lie. question is, why is David's locker still there? Well, because he's still because technically, technically for the next two years. He hasn't died, Vin. Jeez. Two um, more years, Vin. Two more years, Vin. I listen. I love the man. You know, guys know that I love him to death. But it's, do you though? Do you? I do. You know what? If he doesn't, first of all, if he doesn't show up on whatever the day it is, February thirteenth, with a first baseman's glove, then I'm gonna be extremely surprised. Well, Vin, you're gonna be some su- he, extremely surprised. Then, he better so. show his ass up with a first baseman's glove, or they better actual hand glove him instead of that stupid mitten <laughs> that he usually wears to knock yeah. the ball down because he can't get down the like, ground balls. How does that sound? I just oh, wanted to show up with pain. an actual glove. All oh, the pain. All oh, the pain, brother. So okay. yeah, well, it's a lot of football, baseball talk, which is great because football stinks right now. So now when we're gonna do segments on the hot stove instead of <laughs> instead of football. Um, I love that our hot stove turned into Travis Darno's wedding. <laughs> it would. Well, we it went, was. Danny's it was like, we topic. should talk about the Yankees. Let's talk about Travis Darno's wedding instead. Wedding, yeah. <laughs> No, Screw the, the, Yankees. Yankees are, the Yankees are not going to do anything, and they even said they're not going to do anything. So. Oh, wait. Most, you, Steven, you said the most random picks they had for manager? Raul Banez. That was. Oh, the yeah, most, that was like, a random one. Heck? That's right, Vin. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I heard that one, too. That was crazy because he had one hot playoff series. Yeah. He said no. Osmus, Osmus said no because he wanted to take a full year off, whatever what that means. See? I don't know. That just means he doesn't want to be in the Bronx. Yeah, pretty much. Which is fine. I mean, is Brad Osmus that good of a manager anyway? It's going to be somebody we don't hear about, I feel like. It's not going to be one of these names that they're just... I think, I think what... Or it's going to be Chris Webber. I think, I, I think it's going to be Chris the Weber? Cowboys... What word he said? It's going to be a Dallas Cowboy type of thing of that they want to be able to puppet someone... Right. Especially with the whole sabermetric type of thing, and Girardi just didn't want to do that. Um, they can hire Chris, we- Chris Weber because there's no timeouts in baseball, so he won't mess that up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, um, wow. I had to. I had wow. To. Alrighty then. <laughs> I think it's time for picks. I think it is. Wow. Rangers are losing, by the way. Yeah, they yeah, just eight. gave up two goals. Yeah, four one right now. If you didn't hear Nicole scream, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, they gave cool. up three goals in the first five minutes of the third period. Where's my phone? Lundqvist played tonight or no? Yes, he's in. Yes, he gave up. Yeah, it was two front of the net goals that he had no shot at. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. All right, let's go through this list. Um, are we going? Are they going color rush? Pittsburgh Titans Thursday night. 
Uh, you would think so, right? I don't know. I'm guessing. They're probably going to go with their all black. With, uh, the yellow their red. old school all black. Yeah. Old school black with the yellow block lettering. I'm assuming. I think I, that's what they did last year. And I think the Titans have an all white ultimate. So they'll probably just go with those. Do they? Yeah. Well, I don't. They could go light blue. They could go all light blue. Can't they? They can if they wanted to. Um, yeah, assume. that's what they wore the last time they were on. Well, oh, the dude, last, dude. well, that's two times they've been on was with the Jaguars. They wore the mustard. Oh, that is one of the best TMT fits they oh, have. My favorite thing. Oh, and as soon as you saw him limping, I was like, yes! <laughs> Come on, man. Put me on, man. I, I like know them. you want to. The thing they've been doing this year, the Fantasy Fuck Boys, is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's my new favorite section. So, Titan Steelers. Steelers definitely going all black. Okay, so Finn is the only one taking the Steelers. I thought I took the Steelers. Oh, okay. Guess fine. Go, go, go Titans. Uh, we all got the Lions beating Mr. Bitsky. We all have the Browns staying winless. I'm the only Titans one who took the Ravens. Going. Sorry, the Titans are going. All blue. Yes, I like that. I like that. Very much so. Um, I took the Ravens because I just think that they're overdue. <laughs> that's fine. Is Flacco dead? Not yet. But that's One another team they made trade up to. What's he so Uh, we all have. <laughs> we were Ben and I literally talked about this before, and how we all took the Cardinals, and how like three weeks if Watson's playing, we're all taking the Texans. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thank Matt Savage for that. Tom, Tom Savage. Tom Savage. What the hell is here? Well, let's just call him Savage Garden. That's just a lot easier. It's like literally. Um, the week one rematch of the Bucks and the Dolphins. Well, week one makeup. It's being played this week. Yeah, this I picked the Finns. You both picked the Finns. I went the Bucks. It's really just the flip of a coin in this game because they both. Is yeah. Who? No, he's out another week. Who? Jameis. No. Yeah. Jameis may be done, they said, for the season. Oh, what that? They said, the GM apparently said that if they don't, if they don't win the next couple of weeks, they may just bench him for the season. I, I would rather have Brian Fitzpatrick than Jay Cutler at this point, anyway. <laughs> I, I'd rather have the, the gun thing that they put into the punt. Spike the ball to Doug what? Martin and let him point the gun, the... Machine with the spin stand that they shoot out from the catching. The jugs oh, machine, the but that's not really. That's Steve. That's not for the brand, so it's not. Yeah, it's not they really. should just have Doug Martin like position it to the guy they want to shoot it to. I just my Sundays are now just spent checking my fantasy team and seeing if anybody punted well, just so I can <laughs> well, go to his Twitter and see I what told, he said. I told you guys that he's an electric machine, so. Hilarious. He had a video breaking down the, the Dolphins, uh, uh, the guy on talking to himself. One of the funniest things we've ever heard. Oh, Pat McAfee's a uh, genius. I love we, Well, we talked about it last week when you weren't here. The Palomalu video was great. 
and he says Paul Mallory yeah. in a hickish way, which is phenomenal. I gotta, I gotta run the A gap with Pumulu. Are you kidding me? I call, I call the audible. Coach says, "Good job." Good the job. coach goes, "What I did saw- you see?" Coach goes, "What did you see?" What the fuck did I see? What do you mean? What did I see, Cuz? The craziest thing is Jerry Thornton thought he would uh, Ed Reed would he would have an easier time with Ed Reed, and and the Pat goes, Ed Reed, are you kidding me? Ed Reed would murder me all Ed all day Reed from the U. The way are you kidding? The way he talks about Vinatieri, I would love to just be able to listen to their conversation. Because I, I picture I, I Vinatieri as like a normal, like, calm guy, and he, Pat's just going nuts, and he's like, yeah, whatever, Pat. Whatever you yeah. say. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so if I told you guys that the Rams and Vikings would have huge playoff implications This should have been the Sunday Nighter, even though the Eagles and Cowboys are a marquee matchup. Right. If they had a, fl- if this was December, this may actually be a Sunday Nighter. I want, I want, I want with the Vikings because the Vikings are really, really good at home. Can we talk about what the Vikings are gonna do with the first round pick they get for Case Keenum in the offseason? Because it's happening. Like that, somebody is trade giving too much, too much. Somebody called the NFL Network and said how stupid the Vikings are for changing to a Teddy Bridgewater. They haven't. They haven't. There's no reason to yet. A, that's, that's unreal. That Casey Keenum is killing it, and we all saw how he was for the Rams last year. It's just oh, be fair, night he had a day. Concussion. He literally played last season. <laughs> he there's, literally there's, got knocked on his ass, hit his head, he went I, head first into the ground, and still played. Like nobody took forget, him off field. I will never forget that one interception that he threw. Only DRC <laughs> was the only guy around <laughs> at the end of the game. game. He literally threw a pop up. Oh, so no, there. I think it was Case Keenum. I think it was the other one that they switched no. to Case Keenum. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was Case Keenum. Uh, whoever it was, I'm, it was just... I'm, I'm a moment positive this Case Keenum. Because I remember getting a text from my friend. That was, that is such a Case Keenum thing to do. <laughs> it was like when you're playing catch with your friends in the backyard. <laughs> you just throw it, it, it was essentially what it was. But, yeah, I think... I think they're gonna roll for another week, and that whole their defense is so much better. It was Case Keenum. You know what's crazy about that game? We only won 17. Well, that's, that's the Giants okay. for you. That was the that was the Giants last year. They won up every single game. They got for uh, Lenny Hall. Case Keenum actually makes a play. If Case Keenum actually makes that play, who knows if we have too much. They only scored one offensive touchdown. How long was the other um, alright, the Chiefs are gonna continue to dominate. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna score 80 points and me and Steve are on the cross Bronx by their quarter. Um You are survived so- Aaron Donald does he survive the change defense. The Chiefs yes. They're just they're yes. weaker defense. Yeah, they're weaker. Eric Barry went down there they they seem like they're oh. That's the worst. Alex Smith winning MVP award just because of the we're, we're all we're all gonna agree that uh, Kelsey's gonna score multiple touchdowns on Sunday. Of course. Yeah. Multiple. Um just like we all predicted, the, the amazing New Orleans Saints are gonna have another win. 
AK, my fantasy team killing it in your league, Steve. Thanks to you, Ingram. Saints are running the ball and playing defense. Six touchdowns on the ground. What world? Someday. If I told you we were ever see a game where the Saints would win and Drew Brees wouldn't throw a touchdown in, would you believe me? He had more rushing touchdowns than he has. That's all we need to say about that. <laughs> Alright, uh, we all think the Bills lose because for whatever reason Tyrod's not playing anymore. Yeah. Nate, Nate Peterman, isn't that the guy? Yes, that's Isn't that the that same guy from Peterman. The Replacements? No, it's the guy no. from Seinfeld. It's the Elaine yes. Peterman catalog. Oh, that's right! Yo, you think they'll put like a Peterman clip up every time? I hope they do. Well, to be fair, all the Bills fans will probably be at the game. Okay, but the Bills fans will be drunk to notice what you put on the screen. But also, yes. does anybody actually go to this game? Because it is a Chargers Bills game. They go to every game, and they break tables at every game. Yo, that was classic when that Bills fan took the baby and put him through a styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just, what they this do. is the rite of passage for birth of a Bills fan. You have to... Well, the Vikings was, was my sexy pick, by the way. The, yes, the best I actually think the Rams was the sexy pick. The guy threw somebody that tried to throw him through a table, and the table didn't break, and then he just dove on himself. <laughs> yeah, that was these people are out of their minds. The craziest ones are the ones that they mess up the power bomb and they can easily kill their friends. That's yeah. the funniest and scariest ones. Um, Danny took the Bengals. Yeah. It could literally be one of those point plus games. Apparently, there's a mutiny going on with uh, Jeremy Hill and Perfect with uh, Marvin Lewis. Okay. Uh, first off, if those two are yeah. running a mutiny, I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not a mutiny. All you missing is Pac-Man now. Right. If they get Pac-Man, I'm like, okay, maybe Jeremy Hill could talk Brinkless into doing something not terrible. But, like, I'm scared for my I'm not a fan, obviously, but if Perfect is leading a revolution, I'm in. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm all in they, on the Bengals. I love, I love how they're so bad that the Bengals are like, the refs are trying to get Perfect and they're thrown out of games. Like, we don't want to go against. Yeah. He, like, he, he got thrown out for not doing anything with. <laughs> I don't even know what he is. He like, I don't know, he hits a reputation. That was a reputation call. You know what, you know what else is funny about that? It was a pile and he just hit somebody. You know what else is funny about that? I'm shocked he didn't get suspended. I don't, I didn't see anything that he did. He yelled at somebody to be suspended. So, by the way, Steelers, team of the year for celebrations. You should add that award to the NFL. You mean the Vikings? No. Steelers. Steelers reenacted the AJ Green, the AJ Green tackle. Did they? I like the, I like the leapfrog with the Vikings. I did like the leapfrog with the Vikings, and the uh, the sack race with the Chiefs was good. Where the where the fast guys fell and Travis Kelsey won. Yes. Oh yeah, the, the sack race against the Cowboys. Yeah, that was. Good. Duck Duck Hoops was good too. The hide and seek with uh, Juju and and Le'Veon. Yeah, that was a good one. Apparently you can do whatever you want, but you can't have a field goal post. What, the, what is that? <laughs> the best is still my, even though the Giants lost, is the Odell Beckham taking a league on Philadelphia. Mothership is still my favorite. I think we're the only team that doesn't do one as a team. <laughs> well, well we, we are in a team that's more unfortunate. Well, next that's year when we have Jeremy Hill and Jarvis Landry on the team, we'll have a, plenty of... Oh, celebration in the end. I forgot about the bobsled, the package of bobsled. 
Oh yeah, that's it doesn't right. Doesn't count. You guys freaking snows over. So white. Do it in Miami. All right. What, what's the next game? Interesting enough, we all have the Patriots. But earlier in the year, I would have <laughs> said we probably would have split between the Patriots and Raiders. So yeah. annoying. Well, the Raiders were in my Super Bowl, so go yeah. man. That's, 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 that's the that's the that's the game of the week. Yes. Yeah, I think so. yes. It's gonna be so annoying watching them in the Super Bowl again. I hate it. Yeah. As long as they win again. Here is 2047. Zeke Elliott still appealing against the NFL and top winning Well, that joke is not funny anymore because he finally gave up. He gave up finally. Yeah, but it apparently took, there's what? still a hearing on the first, so there is a, with the NFL, so apparently it's going to be three games and the possibility where he gets it reduced to four. Oh, uh, that's why he gave Okay, so hopefully this is actually the last one. And I don't even, I still don't even know what he got to do. We're still trying to figure this out. Right, let's move on. Uh, we all the Eagles to go to Dallas, and the only reason why it's still the 830 team, uh, Dan, is because they need to spend three hours talking about him. Jerry Jones wants to leave the NFL because of the belt, and how Zeke's just going to Yeah, it's going to be interesting literally going to be three hours. The game's in Philly, right? No, in Dallas. Uh, in Dallas. Oh, it's in Jerry Jones? Which means we're going to have picture in picture of the actual game in Jerry Jones. Because you right, know you're going to see Jerry and... Jones for his four hours. Don't forget, um... Crap. What the hell is his name? His son. No, the, the mayor. Oh, um, not the mayor, the, the, the governor. Governor Christie. Governor, governor Christie, yeah, he's always there. It's going to be interesting to see what Carson Wentz uh, does. And after their bye week, and uh, are they still the team in the NFC that everybody's going to pick to make a run in the playoffs Wait, the Chiefs now? Oh, no, they beat the Cowboys. The Chiefs didn't beat the Cowboys. Oh, no, that was two weeks ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, they had the bye week. Perfect. So we're gonna get killed. Yep. And um, Andy oh, Reid week after bye week. Yeah, he's like twelve mm-hmm. and two. something stupid. Um, you know, a game that should have determined home field for the NFC Championship game on Monday night could just be for who's gonna end up in the two and three spot. Well, well no, the two. Yeah, two and if the Falcons actually make well, the playoffs. Well, yeah, pretty much the Falcons win that one. And actually, yeah, has the Falcons as a sexy guy. I'm, I'm just... Uh, it was a shot in the dark, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the wildcard teams at the moment are Seattle and... I think... I went with Seattle because they're home. But losing, uh, losing Sherman is really obviously going to be a big deal. Seattle and Carolina are the uh, wildcard teams with Atlanta, uh, the Lions, Packers, and the Cowboys all at 5 and 4 behind them. Range to score again. Looks like turning into a hockey game. Yeah, it's 4 3 now. Well, as we know, Wednesday night rivalry night. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. What kind of. The NHL can't do anything right. It's unbelievable. No, but it's so easy that they well, should get things right. They they played in Sweden. Like, it shouldn't get... be called rivalry night. Just say marquee no. matchup Just night. say Wednesday night hockey. It's not that hard. Yeah, seriously. Well, that was the ESPN thing. 
Well, they could. I, okay. I highly doubt that ESPN trademarked that. Right. Uh, they call. You know, Saturday is hockey night in Canada. Wednesday could be hockey night in America. It's not that complicated. Well, that's on Sundays after football season. Well, okay. You know, that one time a month they have a Sunday noon game on NBC. Yeah. And it's always the rain. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows it's on. Right. Gary Bettman said. Unless you follow that team. Gary Bettman said after they played in Sweden, maybe we should play more international games. Oh, you could have done that if you went to the fucking Olympics. I can't <laughs> stand this league. So I love it, it the, and I hate the, it. The Olympics are going to be all junior guys if they're NHLers. So like think, Team USA and Canada are mostly going to be juniors and NHL guys, right? No AHL guys. A, well, you can't have oh, an NHL okay. contract. If you have an AHL-only contract, then you can play. But if you have any kind of NHL contract, even if you're in the AHL, you can't play. So this is going to be interesting. Yes. So it's basically, it's basically all of juniors and all of all college players. Well, I don't know. I I heard something that the KHL can't play either, or they're having a no. That's bogus. I'm pretty sure KHL. I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I just I thought I heard something. It's gonna be just the Russians are gonna win just because Kovalchuk and Datsuk. Well, win. finally for uh, Russia to actually win a big one. No, they'll probably lose. <laughs> they'll finally I, lose. That'd be hilarious. It's in Korea, right? Uh, yeah. That's why we're not sending them. It's Korea. Obviously, They're going to just blow South all the boys up. South Korea, Steve. Oh. So. Korea. That tweet he sent the other day about Kim Jong <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. I can't stand him, but it was funny. I got to give him props. Um. <laughs> <laughs> About him not calling Kim Jong Un fat, and fat, fat short. short. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm telling you right now. It's a twelve year old move. I'm telling you right now. In three years, we're all gonna find out we were punked. Like, I haha, fooled you. I wasn't really the president for four years. I really hope that he just decided, like, what you said after four years, he's like, yeah, that was a joke. Or he writes a book about it, and it was like you know, my life as president because I didn't think I was going to win or something like that. I don't know. It's unbelievable. It just proves anyway. how stupid this country is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Rock Google Play. What? The Rock 2020. The Rock 2020. The Rock 2020. Rock Hanks. Rock Hanks 2020. Rock Hanks. No, legit, if Mark Cuban runs, I'm voting for him 100%. He would just spend That's money. Right. That's fine. That's but, good. But he's smart with his money. Right. He's not dumb. Yo, it would be literally a countrywide Shark Tank. <laughs> that would I'm be for it. Fucking awesome. That's it's always on when I'm at my diner. So. It's always on when I'm at my diner, so it's legit. Anyway. Oh, they pulled Hank, huh? Um, SNDblog.com. We got some good things out. I know Danny's working on something. Vin just had something about uh, Marvel. Uh, Josh Bailey article. Uh, I'm gonna be working on a couple of things in, in the next little while. Uh, next week we're actually gonna take the week off, so have a good, healthy, happy Thanksgiving, safe Thanksgiving. You too, everybody. Um, somebody just saved the goal like crazy. Well, anyway, that was episode 197. We're still working on guests for episode 200. We're we got two more before it. 
So we'll definitely have those information out very shortly. Uh, anything else, boys? No, have a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy your families and enjoy decent football other than the giant Redskins game. Be drunk suck. and tired by 8 o'clock next Thursday. That's my goal. I don't plan on being awake. I'll just sleep through it. <laughs> That's my goal. I'm gonna be mis- I will be awake and miserable and watch all of it. I do like staying awake for your misery, though, because the, the things that come in the chat are just like, oh, I feel so bad sometimes. It makes me feel better in the morning to read his chat, and I have work yeah. next Friday, so it'll make me feel a little better about everything. I've been quiet lately. Well, now. It because doesn't they count stink, when you're on like, your honeymoon. When they lost that game to the Eagles, <laughs> the chat almost exploded from your, your anger. It doesn't Rightfully count when you're so. on your honeymoon, Dan. Oh. Yeah, very true. <laughs> true. Well, I, I, well, I didn't talk. I wasn't on my honeymoon for the Reds, uh, the Niners game. Right, but I mean, that was. Yeah, but it was your first day back from the honeymoon, so you were still exhausted. No, I was, I was ready to go. I just didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> You don't want to talk no, about CJ. Montana. I don't want to talk to you guys. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to MetLife twice this week. Oh, Blackhawks so. scored. Game over. Okay. Right. What's the other one? What's the other time you going? They're doing the season ticket uh, holiday photo on Saturday. Okay. Should be fun. That sounds like a good. Sounds like a good old jolly old Saturday. time. I'm not wasting. Yeah, they're time. they're gonna make yeah they're forty percent off team store. <laughs> All right. Well, Danny, you enjoy that. Everybody enjoy their holiday. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys yeah. in two weeks. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, turbo force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it.